0: What's up? Welcome to the A V Club Podcast. My guest today is R Squared. That's right. We got Ryan Maldonado, we got Ryan Pinson on with us. And it was really cool to hear these guys speak on the topics we talked about. We touched on you know some physical therapy stuff because that's what Ryan Pinson does. We talked on some life experiences and then some advice maybe uh, for anybody going through similar trials or similar similar paths as these guys but overall it was just a great talk we got into some stuff that I've never really heard these guys speak about before and it was really cool to hear their insight and their knowledge and wisdom on on the topics and we went into a little bit of depth on this one so it's a little longer we did it over zoom also so hopefully I'll have these guys in here in the studio soon uh, along with last week's guests Zach and Brendan that's kind of the squad right there so uh yeah you're gonna like this one it's really good and especially if you happen to know these guys it's it's a side of them you probably haven't seen before or rarely have seen it so it's really good conversation and i hope you enjoy it thanks that's crazy guys. Nice. hey we're rolling boys rolling rolling What's going rolling? on dude i just got back from rose's cafe dude i had a, a birthday dinner for taylor's grandma and I ate so much food. It's crazy. I I ate way too much food. It's too bad. That you what's crazy, get... isn't that? Go for it. Go ahead.
1: Dude, what's <laughs> crazy about that place is like
0: it's technically like a fast food place, but the quality of food's pretty good, right? Yeah. It's a little bit better quality than fast food for sure. They, they get it, they get the food out though faster than most fast food places i you go to. It's yeah, you got a little assembly line, dude. They're just and had... out. We had seven people in our group, and we it took literally less than five minutes for our food to get to our tables. That's weird. That's
1: good. They
0: already, already had it made. Pinch, you look too bad, uh, too bad. Too bad I wasn't on a Tuesday, dude. I know, dude. Gotta get that Taco Tuesday deal. Pinch, you look uh, you're looking good these days, bro. What are you doing? What are you doing differently? Nothing differently, man. I
2: uh, I uh, last time I went and got my hair cut, I had her change it up a little bit i'm not even lying to you i literally showed her a picture of luca and was like can you do this
0: no way
2: <laughs> yeah but i was like not as maybe not as much <laughs> off of the sides but can we like try to replicate this a little bit and she was like yeah we'll go for it and did it come with know, the I always, get, I always get scared when i change it up though dude because i'm like a big like freak about it like i'm like
1: stick to
0: you what better, you know you better okay. not mess
2: up my, exactly you better not freaking mess up my hair i don't want to look like a clown.
1: So. <laughs> You don't want to go bald? <laughs>
2: <laughs> nah, one and done on that one. <laughs> one and done
1: Nothing
2: else, dude. Just, uh, you yeah, just, know, just getting it done. Um, I'm getting another haircut tomorrow, so I should have gotten it today, so it could have looked better, but that's right.
0: <laughs> no, it looks fine. Uh, do you get one once a week or what?
2: Dude, I actually go long in between them, bro. I go, like, <laughs> one every two and a half months, maybe.
1: Maybe Dang. now that I'm
2: doing it different it's probably going to be sooner.
0: Right because it it grows yeah. up different, right, right, right. It's been Probably uh,
2: been once a month or something like
0: that. It's been over a year since I've got my hair cut. <laughs> over a year since anybody's taken scissors to this stuff, dude. It's crazy. Okay, so so what inspired you to do that? Uh well, I've kind of always wanted to do it. It's just I had the opportunity when when quarantine hit. It was like Bar- barbers were closed and this is when i was living in marble falls and we had this cool barber he was it was a cool shop right and he cut my hair nice i got the last cut i got was on valentine's day last year and uh i got a fade like it was zero on the sides up to like a i think a two so like it was like almost bald on the sides completely right and then it's just it's a monstrosity now it's it's hard to, to keep up with does it ever get on your nerves for? Yeah. It gets on my nerves all the time. I'm, I don't know, man. I want to, so I'll be, I'll be transparent with you boys. I live with, I live with Daniel, right? We always get called like brothers because we look similar and I'm like really debating on cutting it because I'm like, yeah, man, like we already look enough alike as it is. And this hair just, we both have the same, like the exact same hair right now. And I'm like, Oh man, I, I don't like matching. Like uh, we look Close enough. So, I don't know. I'm I have a trip planned in May with them, and we're going to uh Hawaii for like a couple days. And
1: nice. something about
0: I'm thinking about keeping it long for that trip, and then cutting it like right when we get back, and like just calling it quits. That'll be fun. I know that when I kinda- want Go ahead. You want to have
1: it wet and throw it back, or what?
0: Yeah, I want to have. I want to look like a local. <laughs> nice.
1: Nice, dude. But it's not you know. curly enough for that, dude.
0: I know, dude. It only curled in this one spot. Is Hawaii gonna be the farthest away you've ever been from home? Yeah, yeah, man. I've never been. I've never been out of. I mean, it's it's technically in the United States, but I've never been out of like you know the continental United. Yeah, States. the continental United States. Yeah. What That's about right. you? You guys been at Ryan? Have you been out of this? You've been to.
1: I've been to uh, so I went to Vegas um, but I haven't been anywhere like far far. the first I've been is probably like dude, honestly, maybe Vegas like thinking about where I've been. I've been like um, Nevada, obviously New Mexico, yeah uh, Oklahoma, Kansas,
0: Louisiana, places like that but all like, all like far besides Vegas, all the worst states in America <laughs> basically
1: specifically yeah Oklahoma. Dude, Oklahoma sucks, dude. It's garbage, dude.
0: Oh, you. Sucks balls. <laughs> dude, that was so funny, man. That's still one of my favorites, dude. I know. Vincent, how long were we at that football game, the Oklahoma versus Texas Tech game at Texas Tech? Baker Mayfield, Patrick Mahomes. That was crazy.
2: That was insane. It was so crazy. Is like we were really excited because it was going to be Baker versus Mahomes or basically Baker versus Cliff. Because Cliff yeah. basically turned his back on him, right? But, mm. like, I wanted to come for that game just because – to just to see that. Like, little did we know it was going to be, like, the highest scoring game ever. You know, it was insane. I remember leaving that game. Dude, we were all so tired. Like, we didn't do anything when we got back. Like, we literally went straight to bed because the game ended at, like, 11 or 11.30. It was crazy.
0: We were there for, what, like, five, six hours? Five or six hours you know, at a freaking football game. Ryan, was that, that the was game? Intense. Was that the game you got some? We got a, uh, we pre-gamed. <laughs> yeah, it was dude. one <laughs> of the. That was like
1: one of the best games. The only thing that sucked, dude, about tech games are like you got to get there really early, so you're sitting there for like two hours before the game even starts. Yeah, right. and then the fact that there were like twenty touchdowns it was always a break, <laughs> a break and a break and a break. So, by the fourth quarter, I was just ready to leave, dude. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's yeah. hard to watch. When you've been Star. there for that long did you have to fight through all the frat guys saving a rose for people
1: <laughs> oh my
2: yeah. gosh I that's so funny
0: that. bro Jeez. it's you oh. know it's cool it's cool that we all our whole friend group got to experience that we we all went to texas tech which is the coolest thing ever and like mm-hmm. all of our friend group got to experience the tortillas the crazy fans Mahomes right. and his freaking his youthful college days so cool yeah. man exactly cool. Cool memories to share with you guys you people
2: sneaking in freaking out freaking booze and sunscreen bottles and stuff you remember that <laughs> yeah, yeah that was wild i just saw this girl like drinking from <laughs> a bottle and like being like like a sophomore i wasn't thinking twice about it and like i'm like is she drinking sunscreen like what and then i put two and two together like i thought that for like a millisecond and i was like oh my god that's hilarious nuts man
0: Ryan, what's the what's the craziest memory? Maldi, what's the craziest memory you have at a football game? Oh man. If not a football um, game tech. If you can't find a football game, then just Texas Tech in general. Hmm. Dude, that's a tough one, honestly. Uh craziest memory
1: for me. I think it was like that same game. Uh you you and me were sitting next to each other and we were just getting laughs the whole time. Yeah. And uh, like you said, we were pre-gaming, so you know a little different uh <laughs> but something bad happened and uh there was this girl we used to go to high school with and we saw her in all the games right and this game was so packed and uh, i remember just yelling like it's this chick's fault and then i look look down like three rows and she turns around like looks me dead in the eye and i'm like oh shoot <laughs> that was probably one of the craziest thing because it was like i <laughs> see her before i she know, just right? turned around like you sobered up real quick right there
0: oh that's hilarious i remember that dude that was so funny you and you don't get embarrassed too often that was one of the rare times you're like oh, you're like try to hide <laughs> yeah what about you pence oh, my gosh. <laughs> i'm sure you have some wild stories don't you pence dude, wild stories man what do you want to know what about like tech we'll start at tech man what's the craziest thing you've ever encountered experienced at texas tech
2: uh at tech man I don't know man uh, i probably say like obviously so I got a little bit of a different experience than you guys did just because I lived on campus for a little bit too mm-hmm. um so you see stupid stuff going on on campus like with with all the kids living on campus and stuff and um just like man like 2 3 a.m like people like being in the dorms like trying to go to bed and stuff like that like 3 or 4 a.m like hearing people like banging on the walls and stuff and you like walk out there and there's like a hole in the wall I'm like what are these idiots doing <laughs> my god it's like Tuesday night like welcome to Lubbock I guess there's nothing else to do right so um but yeah dude. do one time uh and I saw a picture of it I was going to the library and uh I don't know why this this particularly stands stands out on my mind but I was going to the library to study or print something off and all of a sudden like just out of the corner of my eye I'm walking because you know there's like the first door to the library and then there's the second double doors and in between there's like study spaces right like there's tables and stuff and chairs and all of a sudden I look to my right and there's literally a guy dressed up in a Barney costume and I was like and he was like it, it looked actually looked like he was studying too so I was like what's going
0: on here like casually
2: randomly Barney, dude so yeah it's crazy
0: you guys you guys yeah uh you guys both went to you guys both went to grad school penson you're a a pt of your you doctorate in physical therapy right that's what it's called you got it you got it ryan you went to grad school Mm
1: -hmm.
0: what what was that experience like compared of course it's not going to be the same as your undergrad it's never the same especially since you're older and wiser and more mature but was it was like what was that experience like for you guys and was it worth it like
1: uh yeah so I think the biggest difference was like at tech, you obviously it was longer so you had more time to like initially I know personally I effed around a lot you know Mm -hmm. Uh, I had fun and then like there was business as well but like grad school was like strictly business dude it was like um you know, just homework on homework and then, you know, still trying to dribble a job and then internship or whatever I was doing at the time. And, uh, it was pretty overwhelming, but, um, I think the question, like, is it worth it? Um, for me, mine is more like a long-term thing rather than like a right now type of thing. Like Pence, I'm sure Pence would say his is worth it. Cause I mean, look where he's at right now. Like, right. um, but like, where i'm at now is not where i want to be ultimately but like i went to grad school knowing that it would help me in the future rather than yeah. right away yeah exactly. dang that's cool bro exactly
2: yeah i mean i think um really and it's different too like when you're going into something medical like you're gonna be pretty much getting into it right away right so there's like like Maldi's still just waiting on his the opportunity to come like that's the main thing right so um yeah for me man undergrad and grad school is like night and day dude like just just as high school and college is night and day really um high school and I mean I've always been blessed just to be able to like school has always come pretty easily to me and it did in high school and it got a little more challenging in college especially as it got through the more like higher level classes like junior senior level but man PT school dude and it's it's a it's a real thing man like you're you know juggling all these classes you have 17 to 19 hours like not only do you have to like in in the first couple semesters like pretty much memorize every bone nerve muscle ligament tendon everything in your body but then you're also juggling other classes too that you're also studying for tests for so it's just dude it's overload man like anytime i ever give anybody advice like if they're saying you know should I get into PT or like any of like younger patients that I've had or techs that I've worked with, I always say like, just better be ready to work. Like be ready to like make this your life's dedication. Like you don't, you don't need to work. This is your work. Like you have to, you have to grind it out. And, yeah. uh, I probably honestly overstudied it in school just out of fear of failure. But, um, but yeah, man, now it's, it definitely feels good to be on the other side of it. And Maldi, you'll be there you'll be there one day dude and it, and it and it feels good it feels good to be to be on the other side of things but yeah i i've freaking busted my ass for for three years and i was in austin dude and you've probably you've been down the, you were you've probably been there now or around the area for about the same time as i was down there ish mm. or so and dude like you've probably experienced way more than i did just because dude i was literally in my apartment or at school probably about 90 percent of the time it's crazy yeah but yeah it, it was a grind and but um but all all for good reason though like I, I love right. what I do man and uh every day is a new day every day I get to see something different I think that's something that kind of sets it apart for me yeah um, I don't really like go you know doing like a nine to five same old thing every day right and mm-hmm. and I think that that's kind of what what's nice about PT is like you don't know what what's going to happen And that also brings a challenge too, right? Because it makes you think versus doing something repetitive from nine to five for 40 years. You know, like that just just doesn't sound appealing. And so that's why ultimately I chose to go the route of like PT or even medical medical field too, but but PT in general. So just trying to help people get back on their feet, man, literally sometime.
0: (laughs) Uh, Literally. Uh, Ryan, what would you... I know you guys have obviously had way different experiences and I'll I'll kind of give my two cents after I hear from Ryan, but I want to know, like, Molly, what is your, what would you give uh, advice-wise to somebody who was going to college or in high school, about to go to college or about to graduate college, about to go to grad school? Or, like, what about that guy, that, that guy or girl, whoever it is coming up, what would you say to them based off of your experience?
1: So... I think, I think it's tough whenever you, besides Pinton, Pinton and like Brendan, those are the type of dudes that like they knew what they wanted to do right away. And they just like did it. Right. Which is great. That's crazy. I think that's awesome. But mm-hmm. um, I think most people, um, when they first go to college, you know, they, they like don't know what they want to do. And uh, I mean, it's so cliche to say, but I think that's like, it's okay to, to not know what you want to do, man, because Um, I think over time, you know, like you can change as a person, you're not going to be the same person that that you were at when you were eight compared to like, whenever I, so whenever I first started, I went to junior college, like you, we started at Weatherford. Yeah. Um, and then when I moved to Lubbock, I went to South Plains and throughout that process, it was a different perspective, I'm sure, than what Pinton saw, just going straight to college. Right. Um, and so like whenever I started going to tech, luckily they had a program for me that I thought would help me going forward. And I still think it will. Um, but once I left tech and I started gathering my thoughts because my last, my last semester at tech, I wasn't planning on going to grad school. It was kind of just one of those things where like, you know what, like I see how competitive the field is getting, especially with my degree in sport management um, and things like that. So I was like, you know what, dude, you got to do more. So my advice would probably be like, figure out what you want to do, have fun, figure out what you want to do, see what the path is, and then determine what steps you have to take to get there. And once you do that, then realize, like, all right, now how can I uh, achieve my goals, you know? Yeah. So, like, when I went to grad school, uh, everything was changed for me as well because um, ultimately, like, when I first went to college, I wanted to just coach. I wanted to coach, and I wanted to coach basketball and, you know, work my way up and, you know, kind of be in that realm. Um, but right before I started grad school, you know, um, I wasn't able to play as much because I got hurt. Um, so I changed my perspective a big time because then I moved to Austin or Cedar Park mm-hmm. and um, I didn't have a job. You know, I had this brand new apartment by myself. I had no job. Um, so I was freaking <laughs> out, man. I was freaking out. I'm like, What am I going to do? What am I going to do? Uh, so luckily I was able to do graduate assistant thing, whatever, try to test my waters because I know like with sports, what I'm trying to do is like there's different avenues, you know? So I, I realized what coaching was because I've done, I've done volunteer coaching. And then I know that there's other avenues as well. So uh, my ultimate advice where I'm getting with that is just keep an open mind, man. Like, like, cause I love sports. So obviously I wanted to do some sports right. and um, right now I'm not coaching, which is fine. Um, but uh, like I talked to you the other day. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I think it's to the point where like I touch base with several different realms in the sports world. It might be time to actually try to give coaching a chance, an actual chance, yeah. um, and worry so much about the money like I have been um, or things like that. You know what I mean? Right. So I think just keeping an open mind is really
0: important. Yeah, that's good. That's good because – I feel the same way, yeah. We we did have that conversation. And it's you can't really chase money when you're chasing goals and dreams because at the at the end of the day, we all know that you know your happiness, your quality of life is over that money factor. You know, you do need money, but money's always going to be there. You know, you could owe not your happiness all honestly isn't always going to be there. So you got to do what's best for that and. Uh, we kind of like have all you know we're all around the same age you guys are just a little bit older than I am but we've all kind of grown up where it's like you got to get that nine to five job that's kind of like the mentality people have instilled on us but it's kind of we're breaking that mold slowly but surely and so I think that's such a good thing and right personally for me like I you guys know that I'm I went to tech I was a little bit behind you guys but mm. randomly isn't it crazy how you guys are three years older than I am you and Ryan and Brendan all went to school. My brother, y'all were all like close friends. And I was there every now and then. It wasn't really a new friend group until like right. older high school, young college. And then all of a sudden, like my last two years of school, three years of school, I'm living with Zach and Ryan and then me and Ryan. And then me and Brendan and Ryan. It's weird. The only one that didn't get the chance, bro. I know, dude. I, I got to live with you. Have an anybody room? but you. <laughs> I do, bro. My bathroom. <laughs> um, oh my gosh but dude yeah I'm over here in, in Georgetown now I'm doing like you know like freelance work I'm, right. I'm getting here like gigs here and there and mm-hmm. it's like I, I would tell whoever it is I'm talking to which is like what I try to do is like anybody young I don't know very many younger people anymore but the, the chances I encounter them and they ask I'm like just like what Ryan said Maldi I'm, I'm like dude find what you love try to find that passion it is hard because if if you search for it, it almost seems like you're forcing it or something, which that isn't always the case. But, you know, find what you love and do it. And so like, what I'm doing right now, like photos and videos has nothing to do with what I went to school for. So like, if I could do it again, of course, I probably wouldn't go to college because like, I'm not using that degree whatsoever. And, you know, I'm just in debt because of it. But I don't regret those experiences. I probably wouldn't be Talking to you guys on this platform right now, if I hadn't, because right, it's given me the opportunity to like increase and, and and grow my communication skills and talk to people and uh, right. just have you know normal conversations that, that are in depth and my curiosity is you know peaked and stuff. So that's like my experience, and it's it's cool how we've all kind of had different experiences in that. But
2: and I think too,
0: like you know,
2: that being said, like. At the same time, like just devil's advocate, like, yeah, you might choose to not go back and redo it, or you might choose to forego going to college, but guess what? Like devil's advocate, right? Later down the road, who knows how long it might be, but at some point, maybe that, you know, your business degree that you got is going to help you in the long run, because guess what? What if you start your own business? Like, what if you, like, that's something that I always thought about considering like, you know. I always, even before I went to college, I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll just like major in general business. Like being in high mm-hmm. school, you don't even, you don't know what you want to do. And like Maldi said, like even kids that get their freshman, sophomore, junior, even junior, year, even senior year, change their major. Right. But, um, but, but really like honestly, even just having your MBA, like, you know, your, your master's in business could really help you just in, in like overall, overall life. Yeah. Like not even necessarily with your career but but i think that that what you did and the things you learned and the connections you make can always circle back around dude circle life man like
0: yeah absolutely you yeah know,
2: I hear the saying all the time like sometimes it's not about what you know it's about who you know or it's not the grade you make it's the hand you shake and yeah yeah while that sometimes kind of sucks because sometimes you know you feel like you're academic achievement should help you out it's not always the case dude like Mm -hmm. there's kids that know people and their parents know people and that's how they get jobs you know so so i think i think like while you see that now like because you're starting this freelance work i think too that you know somewhere along the line like it's gonna come full circle like Mm -hmm. you're gonna find meaning in that that period of time where now you're like well you know it's fun and I learned a lot and I have this degree, but I'm not really using it right now, so like, right. whatever yeah
1: yeah I mean i I, think, I agree yeah. with I agree with that hundred percent like I think you know like you wouldn't change it for that reason, especially the connections, but also like you left home and you branched up to where you like were able to be by yourself and make your own decisions and do what yeah. you were to do that's
0: true you, that's very exactly.
1: True. That, and that throughout like that, I mean, I know you met a lot of people at Tech, especially like with your little fraternity that you were with and like yeah. things like that. So it's, a, it's not little, but yeah, <laughs> it's a big, big <laughs> fraternity. Sorry. Sorry. But yeah, you know what I'm saying?
0: Dude, that's so true. Um Let's get off this boring stuff, though. Thank you. Nah, <laughs> that's fine. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> now, let's talk. Let's talk sports. I know you guys are freaking right. sports heads. Let's talk sports. Let's talk NCAA tournament. Here we go. It's coming up, baby. What you think? Who you got?
1: I don't know. I don't want to jinx it because I was all in last year, and we're oh, 30 right. minutes away from conference tournament. We were about to play UT, and then they canceled it. I was pissed.
0: Oh, that's true. That's weird, though, man. It's Literally weird. M- Maldi's
2: favorite time of year, too, dude. Like, that's Literally, his favorite dude. thing. Like, favorite championship, like, favorite time of year, and just boom.
1: Dude, it's just so much fun. It's just so much fun, dude. You don't know what's going to happen most of the games, like especially the first round. I mean, obviously, when you see the matchups later on, you you could probably, like, predict some of them. But, like, mm. some of those games are wild, dude. And I love it. I just love everything about it. And this year, I'm kind of pumped up because, you know, they're at least going to have, I think, when I read 25% fans. so
0: Oh, that's um, dope. Yeah, so that would be good. You guys are in uh... – you guys are in the Fort Worth, Dallas area, so maybe there'll be some games over there. Maybe you guys will be able to go. I
1: was just uh, when I was talking to Big Head before this, uh, he's saying that he heard that some of the NIT was going to be over here. Dude, the entire oh. dude,
2: the entire NIT is in Frisco, dude.
1: Hey, uh, what? I was like, I was like, you want to go see Duke? And he was like, Yeah, I was yeah, like, dude. This kid, dude, they're gonna opt out. <laughs> dude,
2: the NIT is going to be in Frisco, and it's literally like probably five, 10 minutes for my clinic.
1: Wow. And
2: I was like, shoot, well, like some actual like bad good teams are going to be there this year. <laughs> like it's actually going to be a pretty good tournament.
0: Yeah, dude, Regardless of it's just so fun to watch, man. It's, so, it's so fun to watch no matter who's playing unless, right. it's, unless it's girls. No, nah, I'm just kidding. But, <laughs> but uh, it's so fun, dude. Yeah. Remember you guys were both there, right? When we went and saw Bronny play Bronny jr.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. That was the last time
1: I, I think Yeah, might
0: have been, dude.
1: Because, like, right after that, it was, like, the start of COVID, like, a few months after that.
2: Yeah. And that same night, right before we left, we were watching, I think it was Montverde Academy, and they were playing Houston Yates. And, like, oh pretty, yeah, we knew that Houston Yates was, like, awesome. Like, one of the best, like, historical basketball teams in Texas. And we are like, all right, yeah, well, we'll stay for a little bit. If it's a good game, we'll stay. Because it started at, like, 8 or 8.30 or yeah. something. Yeah. And, dude, you want to know who's on that team? Freaking Cade Cunningham, dude. Oklahoma State. What? Probably going to be the number one pick.
1: We saw Michael wow. Peavy, too. Michael Peavy, right? Yeah. yeah. Duncanville? Yeah, that was cool. Exactly.
2: And, uh, dude, they were they were beating him by, like, at least 20 after the first quarter. So, we were like, all right, we're out. Like, this isn't even entertaining. Like, that's how bad Cade Cunningham's team was beating Houston Yates. <laughs> yeah. You think he deserves the number one? Yeah, I think he's good. And I think he has this, like – he has so, all the so, all, yeah, all he, the sauce, all, all the sauce, all the he has all like the good the good aspects of what you would want in a player. Right. He's got the size. He's got the length. I don't really know much about his defense, um, but I know he can score, dude. I know he can score. And that's what you have to have in today's NBA. Like you have to have an ability to score like if you want to be, be good.
1: Plus, we all know what the draft is, dude. They draft on potential. Yeah. And exactly. so.
2: and he – I mean, I don't really know much about the other guys yet because right? we always start looking at this and doing mock drafts when our team's out of it. So, yeah. It might be, uh, after the first round this next year. So, <laughs> But, uh, I agree. but I agree. yeah, I don't know much about the other guys coming out. But I know – Yeah, me either. He's really good. He's really good. And, I mean, heck, they beat us twice this year somehow. But
0: I don't know really? how they did. So but yeah, the tournament should be fun. Did y'all did y'all see that uh, trade rumors about the Mavs getting JJ Redick? I'm kind of jumping ship here to NBA, but mm-hmm. it's like JJ Redick and then like a 2022 first round pick, and I, I don't remember the other thing. But for uh, who is it? Finney Smith, Dorian, Dorian Finney Smith, and uh, Maxi. Both of them. Yeah. For two uh, two draft picks and JJ Reddick. And at first I was like, oh, JJ Redick, but I'm like, oh, he's kind of like older and you know old. He- but they're giving us a first rounder. Yeah. Okay. It's either first or second round, but either way, it's just a pick. Two picks, I think, in JJ Reddick. But like Dude, that's not I, this at this point, it's not worth it. I don't I don't think like, so. It's consistent. not. We don't, we don't De- have defensively.
2: The, we don't have the right team. Oh, definitely not defensively, but we don't have the right team to where we're ready to make a run yet. Like we need, we still need, we're still missing that other piece. Like if we were to have that other piece currently, yes.
1: Yeah. Dude, it's so, it's so frustrating because we have Luca, right. And he doesn't have a fat contract. No. So like you figured now's the time to go all in. Yeah. And we have freaking Tim Hardaway eating our books and he's good, but he's not what he's, what we're paying him, you know? Yeah. And like our debt isn't where, worth- be either it's just it's frustrating whenever I think about that. Like Luca's probably gonna get paid uh, pretty soon, oh, uh, yeah, and and then what? And then we have Porzingis who's hurt every third game out there. Just right, right. I love Porzingis, dude, and I wish he could play more because uh, he's good when he's good. But when he doesn't play, it hurts. It hurts his big time because he's our other max player that's just right not there.
0: Yeah. Exactly. That's wild. It's weird to see. And sometimes it seems like you know, he's a seven-foot guy and he's it seems like he plays timid because he doesn't want to get hurt, but it's so weird because he used to be a dominant, he used to be he used to destroy people. His like first two, three seasons, he was like right. dominant, dude. On the Knicks, he was he was actually like the first good pick by the Knicks in a few like at least a, of like five, ten years. Exactly. That's why they called him the unicorn, dude. They were like, This dude's special, he's like rare, and then now he's just like not.
1: It's because he's bailing everybody out. He's not putting the ball on the ground, dude. He's just he, – he'll get it and just throw it up from 40, 40 foot, dude. Yeah. It's like that's not what you're good – I mean, he's good at that when he hits it, but, like, he's a mismatch when he actually can drive it and, like, you know, go to the foul line or, you know, dunk on somebody. Like, take it to the rim, dude. That's when you're a difference right. maker. Especially when you got mm-hmm. somebody slower, like, I don't know, who, who – like, a, well, Jokic probably doesn't guard him, it but you, you know re- what I'm saying. And yeah. really
2: like, this is very, I don't think, I don't know if either of you watched the game last night, but, and I was listening to a little bit of sports talk this morning, but it is so glaringly obvious how much better Luca makes our team and literally makes every player better because he draws two or three defenders every time he brings the ball to the floor and it's same. And the way that he's able to create the way that he's able to like find guys in their, in their shooting pockets and everything. And it's just outstanding. Like, I've never, I've never seen it before, and like we've grown up watching LeBron. We, and don't get me wrong, LeBron's a great passer, but he's got nothing on Luca, dude. Not even.
1: Here's not- my, here's my thing, dude. He's really good, and it feels weird to actually have somebody of caliber like on the maps that we actually drafted, because right. that's few and far between. You look at what we draft. but uh, the the most frustrating thing about Luca to me isn't even like necessarily Luca, right? It's like it's. It's like the media and the perception of Luca. Like, he can right. drop 46 and eight and whatever, 10, and we can lose by 10. And all they talk about is Luca. Right. It's like, I don't like that stuff. I know that's like, that might be like old hat type stuff, but like, right. if we lose, I don't want to hear how many points Luca had because. Right. You know, like we lost. That's the thing is, yeah, I he agree. doesn't want to either. Like, if you
2: watch no, his exactly. pissed off, he's pissed off. He's like, "I hate losing. Like, I don't care. I don't care that I was one rebound short of a triple double. We lost. Like, I'm, I don't like it."
1: And that's why I said it's yeah. not necessarily Luca. It's just right. like everyone. Like, it's the league, dude. The league does this. The league hides up their players, especially the right. superstars that are coming up, which is fine. That's why James Harden shoots forty free throws a game. We <laughs> know, we've yeah. known that for years, but yeah. uh, that that's just the one thing that frustrates me about that but lucas right. i mean he's crazy dude i mean he he makes it look so like you could have an off off night you look up he has 28 5 and 8 you know it's yeah. like win when yeah but it's just crazy dude if you if you picture what we could have around him right that's what frustrates me about not going all in right now dude
2: and that's the thing too is it it kind of like last night like luke sat out last night because he was having low back tightness or whatever like just giving himself a rest and yeah. last night was so pitiful man like i think the final score ended up being like 87 or not, not 92 to 87 or it was just <laughs> super low score it was low under that just shows you how much of a role he plays in our offense and obviously not just him scoring but getting other guys involved yeah, and yeah. How much the team is like he's the core
1: well so, because uh, we also don't have any there, ball handlers besides him like we have brunson and i don't know right. if you consider trey burke a ball handler because he shoots every right. time he touches it but i mean luca has wherever. the ball in his hands so much so he does a lot of it exactly
2: and they were talking this morning like um, you know, Mavs won, blah, blah, blah. Porzingis had like 18, 18 or 18 points and 12 rebounds. I'm like, that's not, that's not like a wow factor for me. Like that's what exactly. you should be. Doing. Like that's, exactly. that, sh- that should be a normal stat line.
1: And you get paid because what he's my- getting paid. Yeah.
2: And exactly. Based off what he's getting paid. It's just like that last night showed me that he's, he's definitely not the piece that He's not the second piece that we needed, so now we're really, in my opinion, down a second and a third piece.
0: Yeah. So I mean, what did what did Kristaps have in New York that made him so that made him stand out that much? That made him play as well. He was, but did he have like a great surrounding uh, team? Was this, no. was this basket? good? Was it just maybe motivation or like? Less he wasn't playing scared, you think that's what it was because it's like I think it's a combo of things. I think it's a
1: combo of that him not playing scared because he didn't have a major injury to towards ACL, yeah. Um, it's also, I think people were like still new to the idea of like somebody like Porzingis where mm-hmm. they didn't know how to guard him necessarily, um, mm-hmm. where he was just taking people off the dribble, which comes with not being scared, like relating back to what we we're talking about. But mm-hmm. I think it's those two things, and I think he just He knew that, like, he was the guy, so I think he he just wanted to try to go off because he knew he was that guy. No,
2: he's not the guy. Like he's he's not. He's second fiddle, and that combined with his injury, proneness to injury is really, like, what ended him, honestly.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: I I don't know that even if he went to another team, like, where would he go? Like, there's going to be nobody that has cap room for him. I mean, when he – He's not a contender, but –
1: when he gets into a rhythm, he's like really good. But then it right. seems like every time he gets into a rhythm, he either misses a couple games for whatever reason, or something crazy happens.
2: Dude, like the and playoffs last year against Clippers. Yeah, he that, was playing. Why he was playing well that series? He was playing and really then, good.
1: Then he got ejected, and then he hurt his knee. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. It's tough, dude. I don't know. I he's a good player, dude. He's just you. You can't. I mean durability. When well, they say like availability is the best ability, yeah, so. yeah.
2: right, right, exactly.
0: Dallas sports, boy, Dallas sports, dude. Cowboys, stars, <laughs> Mavs. It's so crazy, dude. It's very annoying. Mediocrity. <laughs> yeah, generations of it. I know, seriously. Especially the Rangers. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> We've got just got <laughs> a new stadium for what though? For what? They don't deserve that. A,
2: uh, Sydney, you mean Sydney. barn? <laughs> Dude, we got we got one championship in the last twenty
0: years. That's crazy. We're gonna be the next That's Cleveland if we don't if we don't watch our backs. We don't step it up. What was well, their what was their last week? Like, like sixty six, years, right? Sixty, yeah. It was like somewhere around sixty. Wow. Hey, how was uh? I haven't talked to you guys, you know, too much recently. How was your guys's uh, lockdown? Your freeze in your snow apocalypse
2: shoot dude it was honestly like here it was fine um no complaints dude honestly like really we lost power on and off 30 minutes on 30 minutes off for about 24 to 36 hours what and then after that complete power was on dude that was it um and then two days later uh, one of the pipes busted in the garage. And so we're out of water for like 24 ish hours. And so I ended up going over to one of my coworker's house to take a shower, dude. And literally dude, the whole time I'm, I'm, cause I'm one of those people that like, I got to take a shower every day. Like no matter, no matter what, dude. Um, just part of my own personal hygiene, I guess. But, um, but yeah, dude, I, uh, I went over to his house. I went over to his house and uh, and literally standing there in the shower the whole time, I was thinking, damn, I take this for granted literally every day. Yeah. Getting in the shower, getting ready, going to work and just going through the motions of that. And I'm like sitting there thinking like there's people that go days, years without showering and I, I'm here taking it for granted. So it gave me perspective for sure of like just things every day, electricity, um you know water running water clean like clean I say clean water I'm not the water like out of the tap isn't clean but right um but just taking those things for granted like just helps you I don't know that whole situation like what I took from it dude was we should definitely be thankful for the resources we have and some of the resources that we have every day that we just take for granted and we just use it you know Mm -hmm. but it was crazy man so n- nothing too, too serious here. What about you, Maldi?
1: Uh, Yeah, dude, honestly, uh, I was pretty lucky. Nothing happened. Like I had lights the the time and I had water all the whole time. <laughs> I think it was because, uh, my theory is because I live right next to, uh, um, what was it called? Fire sure. station. Sure. Yeah, like, literally, well that too, that's on the right. On the left is the fire station. So nice. uh, I think that might be it. I don't know though. Um, I had a buddy though he he didn't have power for like five days so his apartment partner guy like in i think it was like high 30s so he came sure. over here for a little bit charged him rent no big deal but uh it's good, <laughs>
0: that's smart yeah. we, we were out we were without power for almost 48 hours fully it would come on i think um for maybe an hour or two at a time when it when it after like 48 hours it came on for like an hour or two or something like that and then um me and me and daniel live here Hmm. taylor and her mom live a little bit down the road maybe eight minutes away short drive and then taylor and daniel's grandparents live on the other side of town and so they live in a 55 and up community so we went over there because they had power like the whole time and it it was crazy because the power would go out for maybe an hour and then we'd have it on for the rest of the night like it was so wild bro like people like our whole neighborhood taylor's whole neighborhood were completely without power and at some points without water because of the power and like you know how how that all works but for 48 to 24 hours some people for longer than that and then their neighborhood was like of course it's like 55 and up they want to keep the the elderly nice and warm but uh we got lucky with that but you know people were just it was it was wild bro we were like it was weird because you you know if your phone was dead or like even if it wasn't dead we didn't have service because it's we're kind of out further from town and so there's not good cell reception where we are and unless there's wi-fi and so it was strange because it's like you can't really use your phone which is you know not a big deal but then it gets to a certain point where it's like okay we can't go outside there's like nothing to do inside we can't even use our phone's like what are we what are we doing it's so boring Dumb it's yeah, you started fighting. We started thumb wrestling. <laughs> I still tried to thumb wrestle myself, dude. I know. I thought bored. I was getting. I
2: felt bored. You were kidding.
0: <laughs> Wh- which hand won? Uh, the right one. <laughs> <laughs> Not the stranger. <laughs> no, nah, man. Probably because I sat on it before I played. <laughs> That's probably why I lost. But yeah, man, it's it's wild. It's a weird experience. Yeah, Pinson, that's true. Like a lot of perspective was gained and it's just, I mean, that was, it's crazy. You think the whole world is going through that with you, but it's like, that was just Texas. Like everybody else was fine.
2: Like the people that are literally in the Northern part of the United States were just fine. Like they were getting really cold weather, still getting snow as well, like Wisconsin and Minnesota and all those places. But, dude, the way that everything is both there and the way that their power is and everything, they were just fine, dude. Like, it was just yeah. – if, if this would have happened to them, it just would have been like another day in the park or another another day, you know. And it's weird, too, to me in my mind because I feel like further south got hit worse than like like Houston and Austin and even San Antonio got hit worse than Dallas-Fort Worth. Yeah. It makes sense to me because just overall climate-wise, it's colder here than it is there they yeah. never get it
1: there that's like well, the it didn't problem,
2: make I any sense to me but um that's crazy but maybe that's maybe that's potentially the reason why it was worse was because everything is just so used to being like kind of hot there and yeah. it got
1: really cold especially <laughs> yeah. like on the coast dude like galveston and stuff that was wild bro yeah.
0: houston's gross dude houston's disgusting <laughs> i went down there i went to this this town called laporte texas laporte dude you know where that is yeah. I, sucks, did. Dude. I, I had a photo did. shoot down there and uh, uh-huh. it was so weird. I went down there for a day. So I drove four hours one way, did this photo shoot, didn't know where the place was. After I found it, it was like, it's like, it's a, it's a coast town. Like it's right on the coast. Right. It's a port. Yep. So right. boats are coming in and out all the time. There's a lot of, I guess, oil, uh, because that's like probably what's traded over there a lot, and uh, Houston's known for oil and stuff, and yeah, it's it was weird because there was a lot of what's it called, just a lot of uh, I don't even know, I don't know what it's called, it just like a lot. It was a lot of smog in the air, first of all. It was dude, just I know, dirty, dude,
2: I know exactly what you're talking about. You want to know why
1: pollution? Because
2: uh-huh. remember when I did my <laughs> well that too but remember when i did my internship in houston dude yeah over that way i'm not kidding so i was in pasadena which is right next right by laporte yeah east part of houston complete dump (laughs) all those those factories everywhere just pumping stuff into the air yeah it was disgusting like you felt i felt bad like walking outside and taking a bear.
0: yeah it's 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 so
2: strange and I mean, the place that I did my internship at was, like, super awesome. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. But living there for three months was absolute just misery.
1: And you were there that long?
2: Yeah, three months. 12 weeks. 12 weeks I was over there. So I I drove by all those factories, Aaron, every single day on my way to work. And on my factories.
0: Yeah, bro. It's just – it's legitimately just a bunch of huge (laughs) – just like exhaust, like it's sticking out of the ground. Big cylinders putting out exhaust. It's crazy, dude. It's so crazy. Yeah. You yep. should go, Ryan. You should go, Marty.
1: I used to tell people I hate Houston for three reasons. It was one, traffic, two, pollution, and three, James Harden. But I guess I can't say that anymore. This Not anymore, gone. dude.
0: Not anymore. Do you like it a little better now? Yeah, a little bit. Is that how that works? I'd yeah. probably drive through it now. So I, I hate James Harden, dude. Yeah, me too.
2: Dude, I, I don't like him either, but – Oh, but? But, dude, I think he's – I think he's playing better with the Nets. <sighs> really, and I didn't think it was going to work, and we're still going to find out. But so far – I mean, and katie has been out too, but
0: – Yeah.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I feel like he's playing better because he's in a happier situation maybe.
1: Yeah. Well, plus he lost weight, so –
0: right exactly
2: yeah. He's not going to all the strip clubs and eating all that chicken dude so that's what that's what he was doing in the off season and yeah y'all saw, y'all saw that picture of him in that light blue warm-up right dude
0: yeah
2: was- <laughs> this,
1: junk. this isn't james harden what the hell dude it was wild because like that week he got traded and, like next picture you saw he looked skinny it was like what <laughs> He's kind of like, jacked too. His arms look kind of big. Killing in the sauna, or what was he doing, dude? Oh my exactly.
2: Gosh. No kidding, dude. Dude, he's
1: got all all the
2: nutritionists, all like everything
0: at his fingertips. Man, it's crazy. Money, Pinchy, bro. What do you recommend? So, I'm I'm going to take this back to your work right now for a second. Yeah, go for it. I'm so interested in like mobility as of recently. I've been super interested in like mobility, yeah, uh, and and just overall like longevity of your my limbs, my joints, right. my ligaments, everything, dude, because I'm like I'm listening to more books and I'm right. also reading more books and listening to more podcasts and right I'm like and watching a lot of YouTube videos because I'm trying to I I just was I think I've told you guys this before but I was like last year during the quarantine when it started I started running cuz all the gyms right. closed yeah. and uh, I was supposed to run a marathon but that thing got canceled and so I went like a whole probably like eight months without lifting a weight. And so now I'm getting back into it. I'm I'm growing and like my muscles are getting back to kind of where they were and stuff. And um I'm feeling these little like little aches and pains that I don't normally feel. And like of course I know it's getting back into it. But like my shoulder for instance, like it's is weird. I was doing a like overhead barbell press today and it would hurt whenever I would uh fully like get the range of the motion at the peak, the top. Right. And I was like, what the heck? How do I fix this? And so I've been looking it up and like YouTube videos don't help because it's just like, oh, look, rotate your shoulder this way. And I'm like, I, I want to understand why and how. And like, exactly.
2: Yeah, exactly. Um, so the big thing too, and I'm right there with you. Um, and I haven't probably read or um, watched watch as much as you had or listened to as many podcasts. But, um, but what I have done over the course of this last you know, really this last like few months. I bought Tom Brady's book, man. Oh, smart. TB12. <laughs> hey, 12, did, Pete,
1: did Pete make you or what?
2: <laughs> nah, dude. Nah, dude. He didn't make me. I just, uh, <laughs> dude, some of the things that I have, I've heard that were in it, I was like, you know, this kind of interesting. So I'm going to order it. So I started reading it. and A lot of what he talks about in there, dude, is like flexibility and pliability. Like that's his key word is pliability. Like his idea, like, like plywood or (laughs) like plywood basically uh so his uh whole his whole routine is making sure that he stays flexible so that his muscles are able to fire appropriately like that's the point behind stretching you're supposed to stretch so that you can more properly contract your muscles when you're doing strength exercises, when you're doing more explosive type exercises. Mm -hmm. And that's why he puts such a heavy emphasis on it. Um, So definitely flexibility is massive. And really he talks about in his book about how like the reasoning why, like he talks about the reasoning why he focuses mostly like on using pliability and only using like resistance bands and body weight type exercises. Because he's like, for me, as a quarterback in the NFL, like, what is my job? Like, first off, figure out what your job is. Like, what are you, what are you built to do? I'm a quarterback. Why in the offseason do I need to run wind sprints? Why in the offseason do I need to max rep one, one set of 350 pounds? Like, there's no point. Like, I need to be able to, yeah, get around in the pocket, work on a little bit of agility, but outside of that and, and making sure his arms still staying strong, like there's no need for me to do those things. So why would I do it? And he goes on to say like the reason that people think that lifting weights and doing resistance training and lifting heavier means you're getting a better workout is because that's what's drilled into you when you're in middle school, dude. Yeah. And then that just starts a vicious cycle. So like in middle school, and I think we could all agree that, like our middle school coaches probably don't know a lick about like the body's anatomy or how muscles really function. They're just like, all right, lift it. Damn it. And it's just <laughs> like, and guess what? You're going to do it. Why? Cause you're an idiot middle schooler who doesn't know. You don't even, you're going through all these changes in your body
1: Yeah. Um, in other
2: ways that you don't even focus on anything else. Like you're not supposed to know you're in seventh and eighth grade. So, um, but you do what they say so that you can play right mm-hmm. and then that starts a vicious cycle so you, then you get into high school and you listen to what they have to say and as it gets like into the higher ranks, like into college and stuff and obviously into the pros like i feel like strength coaches are are way better trained like especially when you get to college there's no there's no strength coaches in in high school like in high school basketball our coaches that were telling us to lift weights were you know guys who are basketball coaches they weren't even necessarily guys that knew a lot about exercising themselves honestly i don't think Mm -mm. um and so so that kind of brought up a good point like it was kind of like wow it's kind of interesting like how he brought up the vicious cycle of of why like why people do those types of things and why people get injured is because they follow that vicious cycle yeah and he said like until we have like until you're willing to challenge it which kids aren't going to, but until you're willing to challenge, why, like ask yourself, why am I being asked to do this? And why would it be bad for me? Then things are going to continue to remain the same, but it was kind of insightful. And I read into a little bit about his nutrition and vegan, pretty, right? Yeah. Well, for any of those, any of you that are listening that want to try the TV 12 method, you'll have to tell me how it goes. Cause I'll never do it. Yeah. It's insane, dude. Like it's pretty much vegan. Well, I wouldn't say vegan, but more vegetarian, It's like it's more vegetarian. He has like 20 to 25% of his diet is compromised of protein. Mm. So it's not, there's not a lot of protein. He, eats like a ton of vegetables, like every day with mm. every, meal. um, and then the other thing was the last thing that he said really is like staying hydrated mm-hmm. plays like such a massive role in like how your body functions overall on how much rest you get on your brain function, on your cardiovascular system that basically his suggestion was, and what he does is he at least take your body weight, cut it in half. And that's at least how much ounces of water you should be drinking per day. Wow. At least. And he said like, that's his minimum. Like that would be a bad day if he only drank half of his body weight in ounces in water. And so thinking about that, like I weigh like only like 190 ish pounds and I already drink plenty of water, but like sometimes there's days like when I get super busy at work that dude, I do not stay hydrated. And I definitely think it plays a factor in like mental sharpness
0: and, yeah. and things like that. But
2: That's it's crazy. Dude. Like, you should buy his book. It's, it's cool. Y'all should both read it. It's uh it's very interesting. And, you know, some of it, like some of it will read through and like, I'll agree with, but um and some of it I won't, but, but there's a lot of good points in it and things about like working out and stuff. And yeah, cool. I like it.
0: Yeah. That's cool, bro. Um, Is Michelob good for hydration?
2: Is Michelob good for hydration? Well, of course.
0: Especially <laughs> uh, water. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say. <laughs> I don't drink near enough water. Honestly, I need to start drinking more. That does make sense though, especially with the flexibility and the the pliability aspect of it because I, I just recently in January, so not too recent, but pretty recent, I went to this gym in South Austin called True Fusion Fitness and super cool gym, dude. It's it's basically they call it True Fusion because it's a fusion of of bar, which is like dance type, you know, high intensity uh, yoga. Yep. And then Pilates. So it's like a bunch of high intensity mixes like together. And then they also have them separately. And there's also some like kettlebell weight stuff, dumbbell weight stuff, like very lightweight, but higher reps, higher intensity. And the rooms are in um, each room, depending on the workout or how tough it is, or like what you're doing, it's heated. So like they had some hundred degree classes, 90 degree, 80 degree. And then it's also, they raise the humidity in there. And so you're sweating a ton the majority of your exercises are used like in a, basically in a hold, like in a stretch position. Right. So you leave, like you just did yoga, but you're tired. Like you just like did the most intense high intensity workout you've right. ever done. And That's cool, dude. I, I felt like amazing after that, because you get yeah. so much stretching in. The only thing is you have to drink twice as much water. Cause you're in like a sauna yeah. basically every time, but exactly. Yeah. That does make a lot of sense. And I, ever since I stopped going, I had, you know, it's hard to just, you know, it's it's hard to just will yourself to do yoga. I don't know if you guys have ever done yoga, but yeah, it's it's exactly. amazing. Yoga is amazing. It's just hard, hard yeah. to do, you know, like on oh, your I own. Just, right. So after I started kind of reading through like Tom
2: Brady stuff, I personally about I want to say maybe end of December, beginning of January started started doing um started doing yoga. So I have the I have the Peloton app and I can like stream it on the TV, so um, oh, nice! started doing yoga classes, dude, straight up. And, uh, it's, uh, it's been, it's been interesting, dude. Like it opened your eyes into how not flexible you are. Like yeah. the person on the screen is like going like full range of motion in this one way. And I'm like, I don't know, probably not even one. Six she's <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, well, I'm getting a really good stretch, but this chick is like freaking going exorcist style, like almost twisting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, it's crazy, dude, but, uh, but yeah, dude, it's good. And you do feel good after like, yeah. I, I do not say that, that I feel good after doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's important dude, to, to stay flexible. And that's something I tell my patients too. And so it's just kind of one of those things where, you know, you want to practice what you preach, right? So yeah. I've been trying, trying to stretch a little bit more and, and, um, and, but it's been good, but I, I agree with you. Like, do people hate yoga and people hate stretching? Why? Cause it's boring as hell. You're just sitting there. <laughs> you're sitting in these poses, or you're holding this pose, or you're um stretching your hamstring, or whatever. It's not fun. Yeah. It's not as fun as lifting weights, as bench pressing, or doing pull-ups, or whatever. Right. Right. So those are people. Yeah. Are.
0: It's a lot of. It's a lot. But it's of, crucial, dude. It's part of recovery. Right. So. It's a lot of breathing and really just yeah. inward. Uh, your honestly your internal strength. Like, can I hold this pose for? uh 30 seconds that it's asking for like i'm, I'm going a little bit further than what's comfortable
1: mm. and
0: it's hurting can i can i hold it for just a, a, a couple more seconds it's like the the mental aspect of it it also super good for your mental strength i would say definitely uh, yeah man it's cool ryan you've been you've been your mal- strength
2: your strength moldy do you think it could get any higher than it is for you <laughs> right now Inner strength. you should try, you should try yoga it's <laughs> an all-time
0: strength. low desk? <laughs> I was gonna say, what have you been up to, bro? You've been fitness. Your fitness been on or not really, or in between, or up, what's going on? It's been up and down, dude.
1: Um, That's life, so bro. Before, true, true, big time. Uh, before I moved to this new place, I just moved here about, let's see, about a month ago, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, You're in uh, Compton, in, right? Compton, California, basically, basically dude. Felt like it. No, but I, <laughs> I, I was fortunate enough to live like right next to this gym. And, uh, so I would go there at least three, four times a week, uh, which was already more than what I was doing mm-hmm. before I moved there. When I lived in Cedar park, dude, it was nuts. Like I got so far out of it because I was like, it was my own fault. Cause you can make time. But like right. that time, dude, it was just, I was doing stuff like all day and it was just like weighing on my mental. So mm-hmm. like, I didn't feel like I had the energy. Right. Um, but once I moved, dude, um, started trying to go go to the gym more and uh, then I moved here and I have a gym here but of course you know with COVID they're only open like nine to six and I literally work nine That's to six hours working hours it's dumb yeah literally uh but I think maybe they'll open up but anyway so uh yesterday actually I started like going to this park that I found down the street um it's a pretty nice park dude it doesn't feel sketch at all so I went out mm-hmm. there and I was I was doing sprints, actually, dude. It felt freaking good. I love sprints. Really, I love yes. sprints more than I like long, long distance, dude. I know oh, Pince yeah. is the opposite. Pince has always been a long distance type yeah. of dude. Yeah, dude. I but yeah, distance. I hate the slow death of freaking running long. So,
0: bro, um, I, yeah. I'll tell you what, it, it's it's pretty miserable at first. I will not lie to you but the more you do it, like it, it's just like really anything in life. And I, I've, like I said, I've been listening to a lot of like podcasts and reading a lot of books lately. And it's like, there's like a common theme in these successful people. And uh, not to say that not any of us are successful, but these, these, you know, measurably successful people who have these podcasts with all these listeners and write these books, they, there's a common theme. And it's like you, you, Basically, daily you need to challenge yourself to do something that you're scared of or that makes you uncomfortable, and that is how you grow, right? And it sounds easy. It's like, oh, that's easy. I'll just, you know, do whatever you're scared of. It's like I'll I'll just do it or I'll try it or. But it's so easy to put in the back of your mind. It's so easy. It's so easy to to just sit on the couch and not force yourself to do something that you don't want. You're do. gonna be comfortable, dude. It's so easy. And 100%. so like <clears throat> with running long distance, it's, it's the same. It's like. Because, dude, I although I didn't run this marathon, I got to the 20 mile mark. Like, I've I ran 20 miles without stopping. That is crazy. Shoot. 20 miles, bro. It doesn't sound like a lot, but legit, I live in Georgetown. If I was to run to Austin right now, it's only 14 miles. I'd still have six miles to go. That's you know, so like, crazy. It takes me 30 minutes to get to Georgetown. I mean, to you get like to like Forrest Gum, dude dude i was gonna i was gonna grow my beard out my hair for the marathon and i was gonna get a red hat and put it on like forest but got canceled so i I shaved my beard because i look like a uh you know a terrorist so i had to shave it and um but yeah bro i i just think it's like it's one of those things where you you learn to love it because you hate it you know it's like right it sucks so bad but it's like once you don't do it like you you miss a day or two of running you're like oh dude i i need to get that again i need to go out there and freaking dude
1: i see and that's my problem like i used to have that and then like i freaking
0: just fell
1: far dude like i used to be in all right shape Mm -hmm. where like i if i like back in the day like even after high school like if i didn't play ball or i didn't do some kind of cardio or something i would just feel bad you know Yeah. And, like, I fell out of that hard. I don't know what it was, probably whatever. But, like, now, dude, I'm so far, like, away from that. It's kind of also discouraging at the start. Yeah. But, like, yeah, and I think that's, like – it's kind of like when you don't play ball for a while and you jump back out there and you can't handle the same. You get frustrated you're like, dude, I know I can freaking do this. You know? So it's kind of similar to that.
0: Yeah. It it, it honestly starts with you saying – I can do it. I just have to do it. You know, it, it starts. I, I I try to be more positive in my own speech towards myself, and it's like I can do it. I just need to do it. Like I just need to do it. It's not like you can't. You like, you can do it. I know you can. We've seen it before. You, we've seen you unlock some sort of other side, bro. You, you have been in like crazy shape before, and. So it's not it's not far fetched for you to do it again. It's just you know right. that first step. That first step is the hardest one, obviously. You know, always. For so, sure. um, dude, remember that one time both of you guys were there. Remember that one time whenever I stole Pinson's phone in the hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, was that in that, Kansas? Where was yeah, that? Yeah, I think that
1: that had to be Kansas. I think, I think that, it
0: was Kansas. Yeah, dude, we we were in Kansas. The the Grandberry High School team had a at a basketball camp in Kansas and there was all like the whole varsity squad I think I was a freshman I had to have been a freshman if you guys were on varsity so yeah uh I went but I wasn't playing I, I went just to go because my my dad went my brother was playing and dude we were all in the hotel room and Penson went to the bathroom or something he left or he was somewhere but he left his phone and I was like, I'm notorious for, you know, kind of like sneakily grabbing <laughs> someone's phone or like tapping them on the shoulder. You know, like the little pranks, the little little prank stuff is what I'm the notorious for. The little
2: bro. The little yeah.
0: and, and I grabbed Pinson's phone and he got pissed. He went immediately up to me and he was like, dude, you have my phone? And I was like, no, 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 I don't have it. And like, we were playing this game and there was probably like what, most of the basketball team was in there. And Hayden Whitley was in there, and Hayden was – uh, he was, like, egging me on. So, I was like, all right, let's do this. Let's go. Like, I don't have it. Hay- Hayden doesn't have it. Who- Nobody has it. Where would you leave it? And Princeton was getting so mad, bro. <laughs> and he was like, all right, give me my freaking mm-hmm. phone now. And then did the lights get turned off? I'm pretty sure they did. I think so. It was dark, and then the lights got turned on, and then he was just naked. And then the lights turned off again, and we all ran because we had no idea <laughs> where he was going, dude. What was going through your mind, Jensen?
2: Dude, was going through my mind is the only way I could get my phone back is if I took
1: it to the level
2: me getting naked and chasing you. That's what it was. Dude. That's the only
1: way, dude. The only, way, dude.
0: The only way, dude. The only way is through nudity. I guess that's logical. That's the the that's mole of death dude. had to come had to come play, man. He had to come in for The mole, uh,
1: the mole of
2: life. Was a, was there, and then the mole of death, he turn the lights back on, and the mole of death was there. So.
0: <laughs> dude,
1: let know. me <laughs> let me tell you something that every time pinson would turn off the lights like from that point on <laughs> uh i knew i like i was always in the safe zone dude because me and pinson you know we've been through it for a while exactly. uh, and so he it was always like me and that or me and pence against zach and brain yeah it's like, a deal yeah. department yeah and so whenever he he would turn off the lights Brennan would just start freaking out because Brennan knew like he was target number one yeah. And, and so like I would just sit there and just dying laughing. I knew Pinto wasn't coming for me. And it was so funny just being in that point and just watching Brandon just like squirm. Oh, squir- like like almost cry like a little girl too. It was really funny. Yeah. Wait, on. Dude, yeah. Dude. Yeah. Turn the light. Yeah. He's the
0: right now. Turn the light <laughs>
2: right now. It was funny, dude. That was oh that's, uh, that's freaking
1: but funny. The other thing dude. I remember
2: about Kansas, dude, I think you probably remember this too, but if you remember, we all went to Cece's. Yep. And we all got those fake mustaches from mm-hmm. the from the coin machine, right? And we all were like going back to the room or whatever, and everybody's like, all right, this is but I think before the phone incident, or maybe after. I don't remember. Yeah, way, we got all of the fake mustaches and we we're taking a picture. And all of a sudden, dude, I start feeling sick <laughs> to my stomach, bro. And I get back <laughs> in the middle of like in front of everyone. They're like, What the hell?
0: <laughs> dude, you know why I remember that so clearly. Because you're, like, right there, I remember. right? It's on my shirt, bro. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Dude, that stuff, oh my freaking, God. you hurled, and it got on my shirt. Yeah, that Ooh. was Shout out CeCe's. Your pizza sucks. <laughs> Come on, bro. That's the sponsor, dude. You got to take it easy. Yeah, dude, chill out. And, uh, never mind. <laughs> Eventually, one of these days, we'll get comfortable enough to where we'll just say whatever comes to our minds, man. All right. Exactly. That's so funny, dude.
2: (laughs) But, yeah, those were good times, man. Lots of good memories with basketball. Uh, Lots of trips, dude. Not just to, like, Kansas or wherever else we went, dude, but just, like, other places. Mm -hmm. Like, just fall league games or summer league games or whatever in Mineral Wells or Weatherford or wherever, dude, just – we played a lot of basketball,
0: <laughs> bro. Yeah. It's crazy. A lot. San Antonio, places like that, dude. It's a lot of fun. It's weird. Right. It's like, it's so weird because I know at one point my goal was to be in the NBA. Like that was like, yeah. I got this. Like I, I know what I have to do. All I got to do is practice hard make my shots, do my layups and. B64 right, at that. Yeah. B64 <laughs> male dunk dude. It's so crazy because at that point in our lives, we have no idea about like nutrition, proper, proper, like honestly, proper, like cardio. We, our cardio was not good. Well, you play to get the cardio, but like, right. Right. It's like, other than that, we weren't doing anything to like help or like get better at that. But we would be in the gym. That was our, essentially that was like our religion. Our religion was basketball and we were worshiping it. We were playing that every day, dude. We were praying to that that ball dude. And and, dude, it. and that,
1: and that's oh, good to boy. an extent, but like, I know like my problem was, you know, like I had tendonitis like senior year and like literally all I would have taken was just to stretch more like before I got it, like, yeah. like literally like take some pressure off my hamstrings and stuff. Like, right. that's right. it, dude. It's just as simple as that. And I remember like when I got to college, I like took a little break and then I started stretching before I would play and it made Way it was like way better, dude. Like way better. Great. Yeah. So like little I mean, things like that, we didn't even know. Like we just thought, hey, we just play, we'll be good. Or like we would eat. I would eat like trash. You know, like yeah. I would yeah. eat panda before the games. Like dude, dude, exactly. Yeah. Like, you go to people here, panda yeah.
2: wherever, dude. Chick fil A. Yeah. Like Chicken. We go there. And- and Just eat yeah. this massive ass meal before going out. I'm surprised oh, none of us bring no. up. It's just because we were such such good cardio shape that we could do that. But like, yeah, if I do that now, I would probably would throw up like straight up. Yeah. The basketball game. But, Remember the annual tournament? Maldy, Maldi, Maldi, we should have uh we should have done more head stretches in <laughs> the muscle, I guess, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So Aaron, sure. let
2: me tell you this real quick. So one funny thing, and obviously there's several with me and Maldi, but uh in between <laughs> us, but um one uh that we can share on this podcast before (laughs) each basketball game for whatever reason uh me and maldi would do this stretch where he would he and i would put our our head we'd take turns put our head in between the other person's calves and the other person would squeeze their their
1: (laughs) Their head that's literally what we do push Literally, like, like we would do, We
2: would do all the other stretches that the coaches wanted us to do, which obviously, like, for, for Maldi's sake, didn't really help him. For me, it didn't matter because I was riding the bench either way. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, dude, we just do that at the end for whatever reason. I don't know who came up with it. Me like or him. this,
0: like you I put mean, your did, leg like here,
2: like, like here's like here's Maldi's head or here's my head, and here's Maldi standing, and his calves would just like squeeze my head. Oh, <laughs> It's like, if, it's like if you had a headache and like you were gonna like squeeze your hands on your head because you have a
1: headache to like get a release. Yeah. Know, whatever. Yeah, it's because we would we would do like in the tunnel before we like be like Go five on. minutes for game on. time. We would do teams like group stretching. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. So it'd just be two of us, and we were always like, he would grab my leg, pull it up, you know, hamstring, whatever. And then last one, we would just like look at each other, like we knew what to do. Like, all right, it's yeah. time. It's time. Squeeze, just squeeze, and then like. <laughs> Uh, it was like good luck for some reason. I don't know how it started. I really That's don't even remember when it started, but it did. That's funny, dude. Just like uh, Deja Blue with a spout and. Deja Blue with a
0: spout. Yeah.
1: Extra bubblegum, dude. Extra
0: yeah. bubblegum. That's right. Dang, bro. Dude, I, I don't know if you guys remember this, but I would record your games. I was like the yeah. video guy. Dude, I, I hated that and I loved it so much. I hated it because. I would like, obviously, I would want to watch the game, I wouldn't want to be recording. And so when you record, it's like, you're watching this little flip screen. And you have to look at that because if you're not looking at it, then you're not going to know where to follow. Right? Because you can, I I try to watch it and flip but like your hands either go too fast or you're too slow. And there's like, you know, if you're trying to use that for game film as like a learning tool, right? You have to you have to see all of it. You can't just Mm -hmm. see like, somebody like let's say the frame is like here and then you see him dribbling past half court bringing the ball up it's like you need to see him dribble because what if he's getting like double teamed or something right but right. I would always watch like the game and then I'd be like oh my <laughs> gosh like this is intense and then the camera would be on the one side and I'd be like oh shoot <laughs> it was so it was like fun and not fun because I was by myself but I got to be around you guys a ton like on the bus rides with like right. Riley Wood going crazy and Oh my gosh, it's so fun, bro. Crazy up, times. Man.
1: Dude, I remember listening to some of those, like,
0: you know how we, they would
1: burn the games and give it to us after the season or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I listened to some of those and I remember
0: like Will would be down there with you just distracting <laughs> you, <laughs> saying the wildest things. Like that's Dude, nuts. That's hilarious. You guys still have your game to your game films, some of them at least. Uh I think parents? my I think my parents do, yeah. Probably. I think they do. that's wild that'd be cool to watch sometime um dude ryan i wanted to ask you about this bro maldi it's weird i call both of you ryan but (laughs) r squared r squared can y'all hear that my my roommate ben is playing call Mm -hmm. of duty or something okay you can't hear that he gets he gets into it bro it's so funny um dude ryan i don't know i don't know if you'd be willing to talk about this bro but you uh dude i really don't really truly know what happened i remember one one day i woke up or like my mom was just like have you talked to ryan recently nobody could get a hold of him and i was like no wow like i talked to him like the other day you know this is when we were all like hanging out and doing all this stuff so you know what i'm talking about now just ringing any bells i mean i have an idea yeah (laughs) (laughs) are you willing to talk about that or no if not it's fine I mean, yeah, I, I don't. It care. Just, its up. To, it's totally up to you. I just wanted to ask. It's not like I do I meant to put you on the spot intentionally, but if you don't want to talk about it, we don't have to. Great on, dude. All right. Well, let's talk about <laughs> it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what happened, bro? So I'll, I'll tell it from my perspective, um, and then you can go ahead and fill us fill in the gaps. But basically, bro, I woke up and people were like, "Dude, where's your iron?" You know. Mm-hmm. Where is yeah. he at? He's not answering calls. His mom doesn't know where he's at. And I was like, I, I don't know. I'm sure he's fine. Like knowing you, you're very self-sufficient and you're a very independent person. It's like he's probably just doing something he doesn't want anybody knowing about. Like he just he's probably just chilling, you know. So me and my brother were cool, like the whole day we were just cool. Yeah. And then you know, like tension builds, people hype things up where they're like not supposed to be hyped up and like 100%. drama they get dropped dramatized right where it's like okay this is getting crazy and so obviously your parents were worried which is understandable but like mm-hmm. everybody else is like where's ryan where's ryan tweets are going out i'm seeing tweets i'm seeing like you know all this facebook stuff and i'm like okay what's what's <clears throat> going on like i'm now i'm starting to worry and so i call you i text you and, and nothing and like and then the next thing i know like like was it like a day later or two days later, uh, it was like
1: it was about a day, yeah.
0: About a day, yeah. Like, it, it in reality, it was only like less than 24 hours, right? Maybe a 24 hour period, but like, right, maybe a 24 hour period, but yeah, yeah. long um, enough yeah. to where people were concerned and like, yeah, 100%. And then, and then you just showed up, man. What happened, bro? <laughs> yeah, dude. So I'll set the scene real quick. Hey, before uh, you
1: start, dude, that just should show you that people love you, bro. Straight up. Yeah. And, and I think that was one of the biggest things that, uh, you know, like, yeah obviously after after you hear what i'm about to say like i was like pretty down on myself because uh you know the situation but uh mm-hmm. yeah that was one of the, the the silver lines in it all because a bunch of people were like showing their sport and stuff which i appreciate but uh yeah to set the scene uh so it, well, i believe it was a saturday something like that anyways i just worked a shift at the pool because i was still there mm-hmm. and uh it was like a day like a I left at like two, so I left early. I uh, went to the went to the Y and I was working out. The reason I left early is because I had a friend um, who lived in this area now. Uh, Let's see what area. It was Grand Prairie area at the time. And uh, she hit me up. She was like, hey, I got these tickets to this concert. Um, and I don't know go. You want to go? I'm like, you don't have to pay nothing. I was like, yeah, I'll go. But I'll, I mean, I'll throw something in. But uh, so I was like, cool, I'll go. Um so then I went to work out before and then I left there and went to go meet up with her. Um, so then we were at the concert, dude, and um, pretty good concert. It's country concert, it was cool, whatever. We we're there for a while. Um, I had a few brews. Um, and when I say a few, I mean a few because they were like $11 a piece. Oh, and at, yeah. that, at that time, I'm on pool money, dude. So I'm not, I'm, you know what I mean?
0: I had I to pay for the
1: yeah, I had to pay for guests there. I'd have to give her a little bit of money and then I had to eat. And then so it was just a bunch. Um, so then, yeah, we go to the concert. We leave probably about, probably ends about 11, I would say. Um, and then I haven't seen her in a while. And she's like, hey, like, let's hang out. And I was like, cool. So we went to like this little park area by this water. And we just, we literally just talked for a while. dude. It was cool. It was a cool talk. So, then she drops me off in my car, and I start driving home. And um, when I start driving home, I get a flat tire. And it's late at this point. Um, so, I'm like, shoot. So, I t- pull into the gas station, dude, and, uh, of course, it's closed. Um, so, I pull in. I pull into, like, the where you get air, you know? Mm-hmm. And I get out, and I go look at it. And, I mean, it's donezo. Um, but it's pretty late, so I, I call her. I'm like, hey, like this just happened. Can you help me out? And she's like, yeah, I'll come. Me and my cousin will come. I was like, all right. Um, so I'm waiting there, and like after I got off the phone with her, my phone died. So I'm sitting there without a phone. I'm standing on the outside of the car. I'm just waiting for somebody to pull up. Like I'm waiting for her to pull up, and then uh, a couple cops pull up, dude. It's like three cop cars, and um, yeah, he um, he was like. He's like, what are you doing? I was like, well, I'm waiting on a ride. Like my tire popped, or whatever. And um, he was like, all right, like, have been drinking. I was honest with him. I said, like, right, had a few, like, three hours ago at the concert or whatever, two or three hours, whatever it was. He's like, all right, well, let me test you. And I was like, all right. So he did the eye test. And when he did the eye test, dude, he was like, uh, he like immediately was like, well, I can tell you're extremely intoxicated. And I was like, I was like, what? And so like, he like walked away and then I'm, he's like, sit on this curb. So I'm sitting on the curb and I'm freaking out, dude, because this is my first like interaction, you know, And like, mm-hmm. I'm probably, I'm 21 at the time. And like, uh, you know, it's just, I don't feel comfortable because I don't know how to react. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting there and I'm just asking his friend, like, hey man, like what's going on? What do I do? And he was like, he's like, oh man, you should be all right. You should be all right. Um, so then he comes back from his car And uh, basically cuffs me, throws me in his car. He's like, you're going to jail. And uh, so I was like, are you serious? And like, I remember like, I wasn't trying to be like a problem or none, but like he threw me in the car and we were driving to the station. He was like, I was like, dude, like what I do? Like, like, you know, there's worse people out there. I was, we're just waiting on a ride. He was like, yeah, there's worse people, but uh, I don't know where they're at. So I was like, God, this dude. damn." Uh, So anyways, yeah. (laughs) That's crazy. Yeah, dude, he was freaking, he's, I don't know, I don't know if he got power hungry or whatever, but, um, yeah, so I was in there for a while, like 18 hours, dude, but the reason, like, the reason why I blew up is because that next morning, I was supposed to meet my, like, me and my dad were to wake up and we are going to go to Windstar, and uh, when he didn't show up, he knew, that he's like, hey, like, he always shows up, It's not like him, he didn't hear from me, I didn't text him, and call him or nothing. Right, so. right. So yeah, dude, I was in there for a while, and then I got out, and uh, yeah, it was pretty rough. How's your butt? <laughs> nah, dude, I was in. I, I was in a good part. Of, like they put me in like just like a holding place. We had like TV. Like uh, I, that. <laughs> I was watching like Man of Steel for a little, like Superman movie. Yeah. And then there was like two dudes in there, and they were cool. And I remember like there was one dude, he was in there. Um, and, uh, he, I guess he had like this chick come get him out. He's like, Hey man, like give me your mom's number. I'll call her when I get out. And So I did. And he actually did call her, but she already, she like found out where I was before that. So she was already in the way. Right. And so I thought that was pretty cool. How that guy was. Dude, that is cool. chill about. Him. Yeah.
0: You still keep up with, uh, what was his name? Prison Mike.
1: <laughs> Dude. Funny thing about that guy. Real quick is uh, he was freaking out the whole time because he was like, man, I'm just in town to see my girl, and like, he was like, uh, what do he say? He's like, yeah, I was at a stop sign, and uh, saw this cop pull up, and I threw my bottle of Hennessy under the seat, and he's like, <laughs> he was like, I knew I was about to go to jail because I had a warrant. I'm like, oh yeah. He's like, yeah, dude. I just hope my girl doesn't get my, my phone in the car because. He ain't gonna like
0: what she sees. That <laughs> 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 so, yeah, was pretty funny, but dang, bro, he's he's about to go to jail twice in one night, dude. That's crazy. It's nuts,
1: bro. <laughs> yeah, that was that was crazy. Dude. That that's that doesn't even feel job. real
0: anymore. Honestly, that's how long it's been. It doesn't it doesn't seem real. I mean, nah. I mean, does that that doesn't go? You got that taken care of though, right? With your you a yeah, yeah yeah oh yeah yeah. I remember that. That was a no, weird guess. process, but yeah, I remember that too. That's wild that's that dude. Too, that's wild, bro. Glad you're okay, that... man. Yeah, I mean, that's that sucked too, dude. Like I just said,
1: I was making that pool money, so I started oh, help, yeah. help pay for that. So that's nuts.
2: But yeah, dude. Um, I remember my perspective from that. Like, uh, I remember like trying to text Small or call him or something, and. Normally, like at least back back in those times, like we were really super responsive. Whereas now, like sometimes it will be a day before we'll respond to each other or whatever. Or if we're not tuned into the same game, like whatever. We are on different schedules more now than we are when we were then. But normally we'd be pretty responsive to text each other. And I was like, why isn't he texting me back? And uh, yeah, man. So I was I was part of the freak out crowd, man. I was like, oh shit, like did he get in like like what happened like did he because I had no idea and um and uh I remember Maldi telling me that he tried calling me from jail bro but I straight up bro I, I never had a missed call dude I tried calling his ass like at least 26 times that's crazy and, uh, bro I,
1: I
0: dude, never got your one phone and what's and you funny
2: fucking- is Dude, what's funny is let Maldi tell you this, but he dialed my number because my number is like only only once he could memorize,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I know, like, the dogs are one, similar, right? Yeah, pretty similar. Uh, yeah. you get that one call, and I call my mom, and she didn't answer, which let down, but like, I could, <laughs> so like, I was trying to sneak it where I could get another one without them seeing, and I like, I tried, but like, my dad just changed his number, and that dude always answers. So if I would have known his number, I would have been fine, right. but uh. So then they put you, when you're in the cell uh, or in the little holding thing, where I was at in Grand Prairie, There's like, four phones on the wall, and they're, like, they're only running from certain times, but, like, like, what I didn't know then is uh, they were, like, yeah, they only work for landlines. I'm, like, I don't know any landline
0: numbers, dude. That's annoying, bro. That's why nobody, that's so messed up. That's just, like, a systemic thing right there, bro. Come on, dude. I, was
1: freaking, I kept punching in Pinson's number and he just kept letting me down, dude. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> that's what I was thinking during the time. but
2: you should have uh, had a landline, dude. I should have given you a moralist home phone. it bro. That's
0: wild, bro. Dang. Dude, you guys are crazy, man. Both of you guys, especially you, Pinson, that freaking Luca haircut you got. Hey. Heck oh yeah. God um well dudes i'm gonna wrap this up it's kind of a weird note to end on ryan going to jail but uh <laughs> you gotta do me like that dude well, you were in prison right not jail you went to prison right no i'm just kidding <laughs> embezzlement dude you were <laughs> he was incarcerated he was in uh, alcatraz <laughs> pretty much um dude i'm gonna use that as that's that's clickbait right there ryan went to jail ryan went ryan to, ryan to alcatraz went to
1: that's it. You'll be hearing from my lawyer right away. Uh, What's his name? Jonathan. Jonathan. <laughs> Shout <shut> out, Jonathan. <laughs> That's funny. You know, I never met that guy at all. <laughs>
0: That's so crazy. Yeah. He just, just took a, my over money and ran. Dude. Yeah. yeah, he did. Over the pants. No, over the pants. <laughs> <laughs> all right, boys. But I'm gonna Let's wrap this up. Uh, Sweet. I, I asked people this at the end of the show because I just in case, and just in case you like people want to connect with you or something, maybe, maybe somebody about physical therapy or maybe somebody writing about grad school or or coaching or one of those two things. Um, Where can people reach you guys at? That's, I'd like to end it like that. And and yeah, Pinson, where can people reach you at?
2: Uh, Really? Yeah. Uh, Honestly, best way to get a hold of me. um, Really? I, I do. I'm super, super responsive to my email. um, So I can, have Aaron post this as well, but, uh, just letter, letter R my last name, Pinson at TMI, like too much information, sports med med.com. And, uh, cool. Anybody ha- ever has any, any questions or anything with regards to PT, you know, I don't mind, mind, uh, once I get the chance, got a really busy schedule, but once I get the chance to kind of look over what's going on and, and helping some
0: people out and cool, um, bro. And what's the uh, what's the name of your clinic? Just shout that out real quick.
2: Yeah, TMI Sports Medicine and Orthopedics. Uh, the original location's in Arlington, um, and I'm actually at the location over in Frisco, um, not too far away from Toyota Stadium, where FC Dallas plays. Dang, that's um, cool. but we are our, our company is is partnered with the uh, Texas Rangers and the Dallas Stars. So um, I I work with um, patients, not necessarily professional athletes, but patients of the, uh, doctors who are the doctors for the Rangers and the stars. So, um, mainly have more interaction with the, um, doctor for the stars. Um, but, uh, yeah, I see him every, every Monday and Friday and, um, it's It's cool, man. It's, it's cool to be able to work alongside doctors. Um, just cause I feel like it, it allows the patient to have more continuity of care versus having to go to, you know, this office, then this office, then this office, then this right. Office. So, so I like this environment a lot, and and really this is this is the spot where I wanted to land right when I got out of school. So, um, so I'm I'm blessed to be where I'm at, and uh, really like it. Yeah. So TMI Sports Medicine Orthopedics, um, Arlington or Frisco, but you can catch me in Frisco.
1: Dope, dude. So, what are you, Maldy? Dude, so, I mean, I don't really, I'm not really on social media that much. You're um, off the grid, baby. I've been trying to live off the grid for a while, um, do my thing. Um, just uh, throw your phone number out there. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, Dude, I don't know. I mean. Is it a landline? <laughs> too soon. Nah, just kidding. Uh, Dude, I don't know. I mean, if you want to reach out to me, you know how to reach me. Tell me a joke, dude. I need some jokes in my life uh if they're hey i'll tell you what though if they're not funny i will block you just keep that in mind. okay
0: um that's good to I hear. and i'll yeah. i know how to get a hold of you guys i'll uh ryan you have twitter you're not super active on twitter but maybe if somebody would like to dm you maldi then that's how they could get a hold of you so i'll, I'll throw that in there too but uh dope dudes i freaking love you guys i really appreciate hey, you jumping on this man yeah, this me. is freaking this is fun yeah well we're gonna have to do this in person sometime Definitely. And then, definitely. uh, definitely in
2: person. And then, uh, see each other soon, dude. It's been, uh, it's been entirely too long with yeah. pandemic everything that's been going on and everybody being like, we, me and Aldi moved back to DFW and then Aaron, you took our place down there, dude. Yeah. And Austin, baby. So, so, uh, so hold it down there and do one of these, times we're going to, we need to plan like a guy's, a guy's trip down there. That'd be fun. Dude. Even yeah. then,
1: like I've. I, I've been back since July and I've seen Pinton once. One dude. time, dude. Right, it's crazy. So, One time. One time and I now. know it was like the same thing when I moved over there. Like, he was there yeah. for a little bit and I saw him like twice. Yep, so exactly. It's, exactly. It's crazy, dude. It Freaking sucks, up.
2: man, because like, you, you, like, when you're looking back on all the, all the like true time that we had together, like more free time, like in call, high school, of course, but in, even in college, like, Dude, sometimes you take those things for granted, bro. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They they tell you to, to like take advantage of those situations. You're like, ah, oh, whatever. Like, in just one day, it just it doesn't feel anymore. like it's
2: going to end, especially right. after the fact of you and Zach and Aaron too coming up to Lubbock. Like, yeah, like we're like, this is going to last forever. Like, we'll all always be in the same area and blah, blah, yeah. blah. And it just like kind of sadly comes to an abrupt halt. And mm-hmm. we all started like going our own paths. And obviously, I got married and, um work in, Moldy, you're, you're working multi, you're your work. I mean,
1: the the cool thing about it though, dude, is like with us specifically, like our group and like people that we're close with, like we might not talk all the time we may not see each other all the time. But I feel like it's like this though, like we can hop on and just pick up like nothing,
2: dude. Pick it right back up. Exactly. I mean,
1: pe- people say it like like all the time, like it's like that, but mm-hmm. with us specifically, it really is like that. And that's cool, dude. And it's not like we don't want to talk to each other. It's just no, exactly. You know,
0: things happen so exactly Life, bro exactly hey, hey Maldy, remember that one time whenever uh we were living at, at the grove and uh i don't know you might not even remember this but we moved the couch from one side to the other and there was probably 50 bottles under there 50 plastic water bottles under there from my <laughs> brother <laughs> 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 i was just a, uh, i don't know why i just thought of that bro but it's just <laughs> dude i freaking hated the grove dude yeah
1: there were like was the black the tiles would like move every time. Yeah, God, it, yeah, that place is bad, dude. Those what were you memories though?
2: What was you favorite apartment in Loving? If y'all had to pick,
0: I only the lived in. I only lived in two. It was the That's Grove, true. and then it was Thrive, where which was Gateway previously. Gateway, right? Yeah, which is where Brennan's car got stolen, right? His truck, dude. Brennan's car got stolen, and then legitimately a week later, my truck got broken into and my radio got stolen. Like my head unit got stolen. It was touchscreen. Window was shattered. I remember I had to drive home to Granbury, four plus hours away, with a trash bag on my window, and it was like, and it was freezing cold. And I remember I had the heat on full blast, pointed at me. My hands were like were on the steering wheel to where the heaters were hitting my hands, and I had my AirPods in because I had no freaking radio. It was horrible, dude. It was so funny, and it started raining.
2: Oh my gosh, dude! It was That's crazy. Awesome. Dude, it
0: was just like, funny, dude. <laughs> it was, it was wild, bro. You can't make that stuff up, dude. That's funny. Dude, that's wild. Seriously. Yeah. But, bro, his truck got stolen, and then a week later, my car got smashed into and broken. It was,
1: it was Gateway great. or Thrive's got a problem, man. That's yeah, bro. Dude, I think I think the best place I lived was probably, besides the house I rented, it was probably uh Raiders Pass, honestly. Hey, wow. Yeah. Really was. Dude, it, Raiders Pass was good, and then, like, Gateway, when I lived with Big Head, it was cool, dude. Like, it was way better than it was whenever... Me, Brain, and Aaron moved there. Like when we moved there, we not dude. have that water
2: damage because of that
1: idiot upstairs. That's true. That's true. Yeah, we yeah. flood he Almost got electrocuted, but no kidding. Zach was no. so mad, I woke him up. He's like, "Dude, we'll just worry about tomorrow." I'm like, "Dude, it's literally dripping down my ceiling right now.
0: Like, what do you want me to do?" That's so funny, bro. He's so funny. That's so dumb, dude. Um. All
2: right, real quick before we get off, we got three major fights this weekend, gentlemen.
0: Oh three shoot! Fights. Okay, three I'm title done.
2: fights. Three title fights. So we got,
0: uh, who's Adesanya fighting? Blankowitz? Jan, yeah, Blankowitz or Blahowitz or something like that. So who who's gonna win that one? Um, that's tough because Adesanya is moving up, right? Like he's fighting up for this one, and it's uh um, he's gonna have obviously speed. He's gonna have uh, right. Agility on his side. Obviously, his hands are way better because he's just a way better boxer and kickboxer. But right. that that dude, Yan, if he if he catches you with the punch, you're you're gonna be sleeping on the floor. Right. Exactly. I, I don't know, dude. I want Adesanya to win. I think, but I I think I gotta right. go with him. But uh, it's not like a you know, it's not like the slower um, right. heavyweight is going up against this you know Adesanya. It's like this guy has legit like. There's a legit chance he could catch him and knock him out, or 100%, dude. Yeah,
1: $100,000. You're
0: betting on what's his nuts? Yeah, Adesanya. $100,000. 100k. I'm betting on Adesanya, but uh, I'll be I'll be sweating. My butt is gonna be clinched the whole time.
2: I'll I'll back you. I'll back you on that. I'll throw $100,000 of my monopoly money into on Adesanya. I just, dude. There's. I don't think he's losing. Yeah, he's. I don't think he's losing. He's freaking. All right. Who's the other one? We got Nunez. Who is she fighting? Doesn't uh, matter, right? It doesn't her, matter. I, I call hey, her cricket legs, winning,
0: bro. I call her cricket legs, bro. She's fighting cricket legs because <laughs> this, this lady has the longest legs. You've a cricket's legs, bro? When she throws a front kick, that's exactly what it looks like. is a cricket's leg. I have to look for that, dude. Cricket. She's, like, she's so tall. I don't that's know if you saw true. the Anderson Silva or what. Megan Anderson. That's who you're talking about. Me- Megan Anderson. She's so tall, dude. It's crazy. I don't know if you guys saw the face off uh, today. I think it was, but. She was like, like uh, Nunez was like this, and that girl's like, way up like, there, looking up at her like this. It was wild. That's nuts. I got Nunez though. It's hard to bet against her, dude. She's a the lioness. She's a oh, goodness, she's a stud, dude. She would. She's incredible, Molly, She would beat your ass, dude. Hey, 100%. yeah, I'm not even denying that, dude. And he would
1: like it too. <laughs> He'd probably beat Marshall's ass too.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah, he would. I mean, yeah, she would. Fin's <laughs> <So>. up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, crazy, bro. all
2: right and the last one which is not as great but it's the bantamweight peter yawn and aljamain sterling uh I, you... I
0: think i think i got peter yawn on this because i like him more but uh sterling's really good he's good standing up and on the ground so we'll see what happens right we're gonna so, we're gonna so to...
2: yawn nunez and adesanya are you so what I, did, what I did what i didn't realize is that I don't know why, but I we'll didn't spread. realize that we'll Adesanya, Adesanya was fighting up, dude. I didn't know he was trying to get the belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he moved up to heavyweight, dude. That's that's different. So I see what you're saying about Blankowitz now. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Might uh, sprinkle a little on Blankowitz, dude. We'll see. Yeah, change that it might up. be interesting. That might be interesting. If I had to pick an upset, it's Blankowitz.
0: Yeah,
1: dude. For sure. oh, that a reason, because he's going up,
2: dude. Because He's going up and I can't stand Adesanya's there flares.
1: Is. there it is. There's the a- room.
2: Maldi Maldi's heard me say this before though. I hate the flare. I hate it, dude. Make I can't flare.
0: woo. It. <laughs> hey, what are you guys doing this weekend? This is just we're we're actually gonna be up in Dallas this weekend. Really? Yeah. So, so we're, Saturday-, we're, Saturday. We have uh, we're going to a concert, like a you uh- know, like a COVID safe kind of concert type thing. Right. Um, but that's at like six or seven, so we won't even All need right. to get ready till like five, five thirty ish. Well, probably five. But we're trying to maybe go to Top Golf. You guys maybe down, meet up. Dude. Shoot, probably uh, at like eleven, maybe noon. Probably early on the are day. Going to oh, Wednesday
1: tomorrow.
0: No, I'm not going to go. Are you
2: going? Are you going to Top Golf in Fort Worth?
0: I, I don't know. I think we might be in Dallas. Okay, dude, you guys, just hit you me up. I know,
2: uh, I know, Lauren and I. So Lauren's birthday's Monday. Okay. Um, so her sister's actually flying to town on Sunday. Okay. And we're going over to uh, Joti Garcia's. A hey, shout wow. out in Fort Worth. Uh, gonna be hey, lucky. My mom and my mom and Caitlin over there with Lauren's parents and sister for lunch. But Saturday, dude, we don't have any plans. So
0: okay, uh, I'll let you know. We, we might go to Top Golf and maybe go eat afterwards or something cool uh taylor will be there my mom my whole family will be there my brother nice dude yeah let me know oh, for sure yeah i'll let hit you know guys around what time so. cool boys well i love you guys oh, thank man. you so much for joining me on this uh of course, man. dude I'll this be might back. be the. no it's not i was gonna say this might be the longest episode we've done but i don't think so but actually maybe maybe anyways well,
2: Do we want to start talking about the chance that Granbury has of beating Alito in uh, football? No,
1: we'll be here for five
0: more hours, dude. I mean, (laughs) it'll be uh, over quick. They don't have a chance. All right. Exactly. All right, boys. All right, love you guys. Y'all have a good night. Love you guys. All right, right, peace.